Welcome to Welcome to the Hallwell Manor. I'm Max. And I'm Tina. And we are here to discuss Season 4, Episode 13. Ooh, lucky number 13. Of Charmed. Yes, Charmed and Dangerous. Okay, so... What a generic title. Yeah, for a really big episode. We didn't watch the preview this time. Should we do that right now? Yeah, actually, let's do that right now. Okay. Okay, we're back. Okay, wow. That doesn't feel accurate. Well, I mean, it, it really, I mean, it, it doesn't, it didn't do the thing that uh, the previews for Charmed usually do, where they choose the dumbest subplot and then make it look like the A plot. That was just a very serious summation of, you know, the Charmed ones are out for fucking blood. They're going to kill the source of all evil. This is the episode where the source goes fucking down. Yeah. Okay, okay. Here's here's my thing. Do you think it was more dramatic in the trailer than in the episode? Yes! Yes! Okay. It was so much more dr- The trailer was so much more dramatic than the episode was. Also, the source did not kill their sister, as the trailer said. Yeah, it's true. Uh, the, the wind demon did. The, the trailer's like- Shacks. The trailer's like, he killed their sister. And now they're out for vengeance. And then they showed the part where Leo's like, you're not going to be able to take him. And it's like, mm, that's kind of out of context. And Paige is like, you mean we're all going to die? Mm. And then we see like bits of the house exploding. It's like so much less dramatic in reality than in that trailer. Although we've, they literally showed them vanquishing the source in, <laughs> in the preview. What do you think? I wonder what's going to happen in the episode. It, it, it really feels in this episode like they kind of just stumbled onto vanquishing the source. Oh my god, yeah. This should this should be such a huge deal. This is apparently their destiny or whatever. Like, Melinda Warren was born just so that umpteen generations later, uh, there will be witches powerful enough to destroy the source of all evil. And it's not even a season finale. Okay, wait. To be fair about the whole, like, this is your destiny thing. Yeah. I think the destiny they were born to fulfill was to vanquish Cole, hmm. who in this episode becomes the source of all evil. Like, this source is not the source they were meant to vanquish. Your princess is in another castle. By the way, this is also the culmination of the... I'm trying to think of a good way to say this. The wussification of the source of all evil. Because this man has been getting less and less threatening in every episode he's appeared in. Yeah, they didn't vanquish him so much as just slowly cut him down. Like... Until he was just a guy in a cloak. Like, I know I know, we talk about this every episode where the source has a major role. It's because they've been doing this every episode. But his first appearance, giant guy, fiery angel wings, like armor. Then some guy in a cloak. Then some guy in a cloak who pretended to be some other guy. Now it turns out he's some weird half half face demon who has markings like Balthazar, which okay. Okay, no, we'll 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 just get into it. So the episode opens with uh we're in media res. In the middle of things. Yes, Piper has been injured. mortally wounded. Yes. Her her sisters are dragging her upstairs. They're like Oh no, it's the source. Luckily we discovered that thing that helps us kill the source. Let's do that thing. And uh, they're they're like they're like, Piper, wake up just long enough to vanquish the source. And then the source shows up and says, foreshadowing, 
This seems almost anticlimactic. Okay, I'm going to credit Alison Pregler's charmed reviews. We try to avoid referencing them because they're very, very good. But one of the things that she did was she posted a montage of how many times bad guys on Charmed have said, seems almost anticlimactic. Because they use it so many times really? in this show. I, I, didn't, I, I forgot that and I did not realize. Hmm. Hmm. Keep an eye out for it in the future. Speaking of the future. Nice. Very yeah, nicely done. Yes. The Charmed Ones vanquished the source, but whoa, it turns out that it was just a vision the best character in Charmed is having. Yes. The seer, uh, who is the, the source's kind of right-hand woman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is by far my favorite character on Charmed. I intentionally avoided... I've been doing a Charmed rewatch basically perpetually since we started this podcast. Mm -hmm. But I always avoid her episodes because I wanted to go into them, like, fresh. Sure, sure. Because it has been some time since I've seen Charmed before. But God, this is, like, my favorite character. And I I like the fact that she's this high ranking in the underworld because the source is, you know, the source is talking to her and she's like, hey, I'm not your naked table lady, okay? Yeah, yeah, the source is like, she tells the source what she saw, and he's like, he's like, how dare you tell me I'm going to lose? And she's like, it's literally my job. You hire me to tell you when things are going to go to shit so that you can handle it. God, she is... You know who could use that? Like, every rich guy who thinks that he can run Twitter could use that person. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I love, I, I, I'm not going to harp on it that much but god i love this character so much and the thing is her greatest power isn't really seeing the future it's knowing how to play people right so she sees the future but she uses her power to see the future to like be three moves ahead yeah like granted her plan ends up making no sense we're assuming because they changed it at the last second Mm -hmm. because like she she gets a lot of pieces in the correct place. There's a lot of moving parts to her plan. And watching everything come together is just so cool. Yeah. I mean, this episode... Is this episode her highest triumph? Because she's... she. This is the episode where she gets Cole to become the source. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, w- I, w- I was going to say, she, like, pulling off the, like, tricking Phoebe into a dark wedding thing. I mean, that's good, too. That's yeah. good, too. And getting her to, like, take, with, well, I guess part of that was getting her to take the potion that made her able to become the queen of hell. Uh, spoilers. Spoilers, yes. But, oh, I love this character. So, hey, you know what's back? Super Open- long opening sequences of San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's been a bit. It does. It does. I guess they had stuff to do in other episodes, but now now they're just going to stumble into <laughs> vanquishing the source. Yeah, this really does feel like the sort of thing that should have been built up. Maybe At just, all? Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is, I really like a lot of this episode. Especially, I think the thing that they find to help them vanquish the source is conceptually really cool and it does kind of feel like payoff for a lot of the whole loss of crew stuff 
I think a real problem is that they spent a lot of the front half of the season, like, doing this weird thing where they're running around killing random demons, talking about how all of these demons are trying to fill the power vacuum and stuff like that, instead of actually working towards defeating the source. Like, we've been talking about how scary the source is, but we haven't actually been working towards... Or isn't, as the case may be. Oh, I meant, like, on the uh, show, not you y- and I. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Although, I don't know, they've been kind of portraying him as someone who is, like, barely hanging on to power. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been on the run for as much of the season as Cole was, basically. I just, I feel like we're at the point, television-wise, when the show is airing, where it's still really, really Monster of the Week. Yeah. And so, we don't get... A build-up to defeating the source, we just get a bunch of monsters of the week, and while we defeat those monsters of the week, we talk about how they're minions of the source, and how the source is a real issue that we're going to have to deal with, and then the source is just one more monster of the week. And Rex and Hannah! <laughs> Sorry. Rex, Rex and Hannah were that too, yeah, absolutely. But I've been listening to a podcast, a Buffy Rewatch podcast, mm-hmm. and they just got through season five, and... I can't listen to those. I always want to argue with the hosts. (laughs) Well, I'm actually really enjoying this one. And even though I don't really like the end of season five, I know, I know it's like your favorite. Yes. And it's it's funny. You actually would probably like listening to this because uh, one of the hosts, like the last episode of season five is his favorite episode, he said. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite episodes. The gift. Yeah. It might be top three even. But it gave me an appreciation for the way that... Buffy managed to take all of that Monster of the Week stuff and then use it as the buildup for how we're going to defeat Glory, right? We're going to use the Buffy bot. We're going to use the hammer. hammer. Yeah. 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 That... We're going to use the fact that Xander is a glorified bricklayer now. Yeah. Like We're using Xander's construction job. His whole character arc leads up to hitting Glory with a uh, wrecking ball. Yeah, it gave me an appreciation for the way that Buffy, in the exact same time period, was able to walk that line between monster of the week but not making it feel like a cop-out when you killed the big bad yeah not here not so much yeah again i really like the method but it should have been something they were building up to all season especially because all half season we're only on episode 13 yes yes it is very weird to kill the big bad of the series off halfway through well i mean that's because as i said a couple minutes ago the source here is not the villain the villain the big bad is cole yes and this is building cole back into the place he'll need to be to be that big bad which is good because god the human cole stuff has been so boring it's only been like two weeks (laughs) yeah it's only been a couple episodes but his identity crisis is so boring but you you were rightly pointing out when we were watching this episode that this is what his turn to the source should have been his turn to the source should have been a thing that he actively chose because he wanted the power to protect phoebe and to help other people and they hint at it in this episode but that's not yeah it's it's the thing that we've talked about it in other episodes like the whole reason cole is good is because phoebe is good his whole thing is just being protective of phoebe mm-hmm. like he wants whatever phoebe wants but mostly he wants to keep her safe so 
again, this would have been a better thing to play off of for his being susceptible to his demon half. And it's a good, I mean, it's a good reason to get him into the place he needs to be to become the source of all evil. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this is the intro. We are going to start talking about the episode in a minute. There's just so much setup for this because this is also the introduction of the hollow, which I think is one of my least favorite plot devices in Charmed, but because but it's one of the like most important things as it's introduced here. Yeah, it takes out. It's like Rumpelstiltskin and Once Upon a Time. It takes out most of the big bads. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it's like Rumpelstiltskin and Once Upon a Time because it takes many forms. Mm. Yeah, like later it kind of merges with the Woogie, which yeah, is yeah, and the Nexus. It's yeah. all one thing. Yeah, which is bizarre, but okay. All right, I'm gonna get on my soapbox a little bit here. Yeah. Piper's trying to write out her will and have Leo do the same. Yeah, when we when we come back from credits, we could, we go to uh, Piper and Leo. Well, Piper writing out her will and trying to get Leo to write one. And everybody's like, oh, that's so dark. And oh, and she's like, well, Prue died. And they're like, oh, don't be so pessimistic and, and gloomy. And uh, uh, not Prue died. The source has already killed one of us. The source, y'all, he's a big deal. Okay. You can get hit by a bus at any time. Everyone should have their final paperwork in order. It's like, it's not a dark and gloomy thing. Like, you should have that kind of stuff in writing. It's it's not it's not a bad thing to sit down and think about that stuff and have those conversations with your loved ones and do, like, your medical power of attorney and your, you know, your living will, which is kind of like what you want to happen if you're in a coma, and you know your your will will which is where your stuff goes if you die especially if you have children if you have children it's irresponsible to not do it okay okay to rant over yes i'm going to give leo a little credit here he's reluctant to do it well Uh, leo doesn't have a legal identity yes a leo does not have a legal identity and b i don't really think leo has any stuff (laughs) like i guess he probably has clothes right like wait 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 he does have a legal identity because remember Remember Piper changed his birth certificate with whiteout and was somehow able to get him a passport that way? Like, she was able to commit, like, massive fraud? Well, well, her exploding power activated while they were at the DMV, so... Or wherever. So, we didn't see if that would work, but... But later, they do point out that she's not legally married. Like... When she starts dating other people when Leo becomes an elder. Honestly, I said I was going to get off my soapbox, but this is all the more reason to put these documents in order. Because you need to figure out how, if you, Piper, die, who's going to take care of Leo? Wait, I guess you don't. I guess the answer is the elders, right? He can't die, right? He's not a human. He's just a white lighter. He'll just be reassigned and be really sad. Unless they recycle him, which is the thing they do sometimes. but... But I guess if you're married to an angel... That angel does not need to have have estate planning documents. Yeah. Um, He's already dead. Piper should just have something like her stuff goes to her sisters since she doesn't have kids yet. Honestly, honestly, she's writing out a will that leaves her share of the house to, to Leo. Like, <laughs> as you said when you were watching this show, Grabs will come back to life to kill you again if you do that. 
Yeah, Grim, Grimms does not want a man having any stake in this house. That house is to stay in the matrilineal Hallowell line. Like, I bet there's some cursed shit that happens if uh, it goes to Wyatt or Chris instead of that third kid that Piper ends up having, the daughter. Whose name I'm pretty sure is Melinda. Yeah, in the, uh... Yeah. In the thing in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine?! So, also, Leo's not. Leo's an angel. He can't inherit property. So, I'm pretty sure. I'm not. I'd have to look up specifically the rules in California, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure angels can't inherit property anywhere in the United States. So, Phoebe has Cole whistle to break Piper and Leo out of their estate planning argument. It's always been a trope that I've disliked, and I can't really put my finger on why. What's that? You know, when a group of people is having an argument or not listening to one person, and then that one oh, person... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that loud, piercing whistle. Um, because it feels like you're treating people like dogs. I don't know. I, something about it is just... It, it, I've never cared for it. But Phoebe has come up with a potential vanquish for the source of all evil. Again, I do like this. She's like... I know all of our ancestors are dead or whatever, but they're also still active witches, and we know that ghosts can cast spells. So I feel like if we called back every single one of our ancestors from us to Melinda Warren, we might have, you know, the power to defeat the source. I mean, Cole critically injured him, and Cole was just Balthazar <laughs> at the time, so, like, it can't be that hard, right? I do wish they leaned into kind of that that stuff more I, I i like whenever that stuff comes up yes absolutely yeah this is i don't think i actually got through saying it earlier but i really like this concept i think it would really tie into the theme of found family really that this season should have been focusing on more with Paige. Mm -hmm. like it should have been about discovering who your family is and then you know using that as a weapon to blow someone up with cgi yeah, yeah. Paige would have been a really good route to that, yeah. Anyway, Phoebe puts her hand on Cole's shoulder, and then she has a premonition of the source. She doesn't know it's the source, though. She thinks it's just a random demon. Oh, that's... Like, that's so bad for the source. You shouldn't be able to just be like, oh, it's some rando demon. But she has a premonition of a demon throwing a fireball at her, and Cole... Jumping in front of her, taking the brunt of it, and dying. And she's like, oh, Cole, get out of here because the grown-ups need to talk about grown-up stuff. And since you're not a demon anymore. Yeah, you're just a regular human person. Can you go to the grocery store to buy me some, I don't know, period supplies? That'll get you to stop talking, right? Periods, whoa. Come on, Piper, let's go talk. This is so rude. This is incredibly rude. And also, Phoebe, people know what you look like when you got a premonition. Like, Phoebe's like, I didn't actually want to talk to you about whatever. I, I had a premonition. Piper's like, yeah, because you did that thing where you were like, huh! But, like, it's so condescending of Cole. Like, what? Like, it's Phoebe. so. No, no. Phoebe is condescending to Cole. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Phoebe is like, so, it's so infantilizing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, I get. I get she doesn't want Cole to die or whatever, but 
But she's like, he's so helpless. He's like a helpless little tiny baby. What's going to happen if someone throws a fireball at him? He's like an eensy wee baby kitten made out of glass that a sharp wind might blow. I shouldn't have used wind. I shouldn't have used wind. Oh, yeah. Did you do that on purpose? No, I did not. But, but, yeah, she's worried that Cole's going to, you know, die if he knows that the source or that some demon threw... I don't know. This really feels like the sort of thing that you're going to well, self-fulfilling her... prophecy yourself into. Right. Well, her plan is just to keep him out of the house so that until she can figure out what the demon is. But you can tell him that. Yeah. I mean, she knows that if she tells him that, he'll refuse to hide. Well, you could just use selective truth and be like, hey, uh, there's a demon that's going to attack and I had a premonition of you dying if you're in the house. Or, wait, that's not selective truth. That's the truth. Yeah, just don't tell him that he died protecting Phoebe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or you could just trust him to have his own autonomy and just tell him what's going on. Anyway, over in Paige's plot, Paige, as a social worker, is working with Daryl to help this woman who's in a custody hearing. Yeah, she uh, was in an abusive relationship. She's trying to get her kid back. She's sober now. Whole story going on here in the background. So I think we had a disagreement about this because Piper calls Paige and is like, Paige, you have to get over here. There's a demon attack. And Paige is like, I have a life. I have a thing to deal with. And I was so on Paige's side. I was like, Piper's being <laughs> so selfish right now. And you were like, demon. Yeah. De- de- they, they kill people, including the charmed ones. I just... Pat- I, Patty can't have any more secret children. I just feel like... You should let... First of all, you don't know that. You don't know that she doesn't have any other secret children out there. Patty was just really busy in the two years before she died. You have... You don't know? But secondly, like, Paige's job is important. She's doing something meaningful and important and let her help this woman get her kids back. And as Paige points out, she's like, well, it was the premonition at night and... Phoebe confirms that it was at nine. She's like, well, then let me do my fucking job and I will see you at five o'clock. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Huh. Huh? I, I was just thinking, well, it wouldn't be a big deal for Paige to just orb there for a little bit, but I'm like, no, she can't orb places yet. Yeah, she can only, like, orb kind of, like... In, in place. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, I forget how beginner Paige still is at this point. I mean, she could have Leo orb her there and back. Yeah. Isn't that his job? Isn't he like Charmed One's taxi service? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, the woman who's blonde, by the way. The blonde woman shakes Paige's hand and she's like, thank you for helping me. And Paige is like, it's so, it feels good to help people in a way that doesn't involve murdering people by stating short poems. Okay. So, elsewhere somewhere else uh crowley and azrafel except straight yes heterosexual <laughs> crowley and azrafel are playing sexy sex chess yes an angel and a demon and you know she's an angel because she has a literal halo floating above her head she has a literal halo and when they're when they're playing chess she orbs the pieces around and i'm like that's a weird confluence of uh angel mythologies huh yeah well when he the demon moves his pieces like his pieces blow hers up when they take them yeah 
actually really like the dynamic we see these two as having. No, seriously, I wasn't kidding. They're like heterosexual Azraphale and Crowley. Yeah, like we only get to see a little bit of it, but it is kind of a neat dynamic of, of like Azraphale and Crowley. They're two people who've clearly been working together so long that they're basically friends. Yeah. Even, Even though, though they're, they're yeah on opposite sides, it, it's it's neat. It's a neat little thing, and I like how relatively understated it is. So the source of all evil shows up, and the angel's like, "Hey, you're not allowed to be here. Like both of our sides came together because the hollow is serious business. So you better turn your little cloaked butt around and get out of here." I like how the demon seems kind of conflicted. He's like, "Um, I'm sorry, sir, but we're not." You're not supposed to be here. The source asks him, whose side are you on? And he's like, I mean, my demonic bosses told me to come here. So, that was the agreement. The agreement was between good and evil that the thing that's that we're, that we're holding here is so powerful that nobody should let it out. And the source just goes agreement revoked except less threatening than that and yeah because he's got like it's like agreement revoked less threatening than that yeah <laughs> and he he fireballs the angel and she burns. and her halo falls and clatters to the ground yeah she she burns up in a little like is she, is she in hell now do the people who get hit by fireballs and burn up go to hell because i know that's what happens to the demons but like I, I, I have questions about how going to the afterlife works. She went, she died and went to super heaven. You know, you believe in that kind of thing. <laughs> Not everyone does. Oh no, a heaven gun. Those can kill anyone. Why do we even have those? Like, I'm not complaining. I like it up here, but, but why do I'm sorry, it's just really weird to see a halo-ass angel get blown up by, like, generic charmed vanquish. Where, you, no, where, where do the angels go? Where do the angels go? But yeah, her, her halo clatters to the ground, and the demon guy looks at it all, like, the, the demon guard guy looks at it all sad, and then he's like, lightning ball! He's like, you killed my best friend! And he knocks the the source over and when the source stands up his cloak has now fallen away from his face so that we the audience see that he's the demon that phoebe saw in her vision who's got like the half a scarred face and can i point out that half of his face is scarred a la phantom of the opera but the other half of his face has half of a soul patch (laughs) the least intimidating of all facial hair and he's only got half of it he's also like shorter than everyone he's in a scene with this is the least intimidating demon they've ever done but he he throws the uh he throws the 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 demon guy around and then he pulls the source up i think they're going for a hellraiser thing i think maybe they're going for a hellraiser thing they did not hit that mark at all but he he draws up the box that has the hollow in it Again, the hollow, I really remember it changing later. Like, I think at some point it gets stuck in the Nexus, and then the Nexus is I think is it also, merges with the Nexus. Which already merged with the Woogie or whatever, because it uses the Woogie's manifestation to show up, even though it's supposed to be, like, the embodiment of the Nexus or something. I, uh, 
I, I, I'm assuming we'll remember once we get to those seasons. But as of right now, the Nexus is these weird balls that live in a box and they... I, I think it's supposed to look like a swarm of flies. Yeah. But yeah, it lives in a box and the source opens up the box so that it can take over the body of the demon. So now the demon is the hollow. And the deal is that the hollow consumes powers, so the source is like, go get the Charmed One's powers and bring them to me. And as you pointed out when we were watching this episode, Max, any number of demons we know have that power. Yeah, like, a lot of... You know who had that power? The warlock that killed Melinda Warren? Yeah, the warlock that killed Melinda Warren had the ability to copy powers by having them used on him. Like... That was just some guy. It was a warlock. He wasn't even a demon. He was a warlock. Also, every single demon ever has the power. Well, I guess they usually have to kill witches to get their powers. But See, I think the thing about the Hollow is that it can't really be vanquished because it's not It's not a demon. It's not a thing. It, like, it, it can take over bodies, but it's not, it is not those bodies as, we, as, as we're about to see. And also that it doesn't have an ego. Like, it doesn't have a thought process. It's just... It's just hunger and consumption. Hmm. Like, that's what I think makes it dangerous, is that it's just like a sucking black hole taking up powers. Which is an interesting concept that I feel like never really gets played out to its fullest potential. There's a uh, Excalibur villain called the Fury, Mm -hmm. whose whole thing is just killing like the secession of all life sure that's its thing and that's why it's scary because it doesn't have a great like it doesn't have a greater purpose it doesn't have motivations it doesn't have anything except this innate urge to kill so this demon this demon goes to the attic where also the fury possesses people too huh yeah anyway i'm sorry this demon goes to the attic where piper and phoebe are remember Paige isn't there yet Okay, so I I actually really love this vanquish because when the guy you know bloops into the room and throws Phoebe across the room into a mirror, why why would you keep mirrors in the attic? That seems like just such a bad idea. Yeah. But Piper runs into the room and she blows him up and he re coalesces and he's like, "Thank you." Because now he has her blow up power. Yeah, and presumably also her freezing. Right. Right. And she throws a knife at him. Yeah, she just, she picks up a knife and she throws it at him and he's like, oh no, my one weakness, small knives! And explodes for realsies. Except that when he explodes, he explodes into a cloud of, like, flies and flies off, so the hollow still exists. Oh, and the reason that he threw Phoebe into a mirror was so that she could be stabbed in the back with mirror shards, which doesn't feel like the physics of that work, but whatever, it's fine. We go to commercial where it looks like Phoebe's been mortally wounded, and then she wakes up and obviously Leo's there and he's cured her so that Piper can be like, Ah! Look what you did, Phoebe! <laughs> Piper points out that her active power is gone. She she picks up a vase and she tries to freeze it and nothing happens. And like, she just... knew her power was gone! How many vases did she break? Like, you know pillows exist, Piper. You could demonstrate on pillows. Oh no, those figurines your mother gave us! <laughs> You think that was Paige's vase? I do, I do. Or like a or like a vase of her mom's that she hated. So Piper has found the demon that attacked them in the uh in the Book of Shadows. Yes, the Guardians of the Hollow. She sees the demon and the angel. It's it's very uh 
Honestly, it looks like the cover of a YA novel about, you know, yeah. the demon and the angel who fall in love. Yeah, it does. So Leo's like, ooh, this is bad news bears. The Like, the source must really be desperate if he's using the hollow. Also, this is the source. Obviously, it's the source. But, like, the hollow consumes magic, but it consumes good and evil magic, and you can't really control it. And the last time it was unleashed, all magic was nearly destroyed. Are you going to say that might not be the worst thing ever? Oh, no. I was going to say it seems weird that it's obeying the source as much as it is, considering that it probably should just want to eat him, right? Right? Whatever. They, 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 they figured that the demon from Phoebe's vision had something to do with this. So they're trying to find him in the book, but they can't find him in the book. And Phoebe won't ask Cole about it, even though Cole knows all the demons, like, by name. And Piper's just going to go downstairs and make a potion that replicates her exploding powers. And listen, if you can just make a potion that replicates your exploding powers, why don't you have, like, a million of those around the house for all the, for your sisters to use? Yeah. And, you know, honestly, Leo and Cole. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially Cole! Yeah, always have potions. Come on. A-H-P! Always have potions! So Paige is at court, but her client is not there, and she and Daryl are freaking out. It's taken forever to get this custody hearing. Now she's going to sabotage it. They don't know why. Also, Phoebe calls Paige to be like, hey, I know that you're trying to do good with, like, this one woman, but I got stabbed by a demon throwing me into a mirror, so you have to come home now. And even Daryl is like, ah, I don't want to deal with any more of this witch stuff. And Paige is like, too bad! Because... Yeah, you, you don't have a choice, Daryl. Suck it up. Delay the hearing a couple of hours. I'm going to go kill the source of all evil. I'm going to go kill literal Satan. I don't know that yet, but I'm, I'm going to go kill Satan and then I'll be back to help with this lady. Yeah. I mean, to God, be fair, she, she's not there. She's, yeah. Like, she's she didn't make it to the hearing. Paige's thing, like, I need you to go in there and convince the judge to delay the hearing would happen regardless of what was going on with the Hallowells. Yeah, although she basically hands this whole subplot over to Daryl. She's like, Daryl, I need you to delay the hearing and also find that woman, okay? Now, to be fair, my understanding is that Daryl has been working on this case with her for for a long time already. Yeah, yeah. So, Cole shows up and he's like, hey, in the kitchen. And he's like, hey, um, please stop treating me like a literal baby. I understand that what you're doing is trying to protect me from some demon, but like... Stop acting like I don't know what's going on. I mean, maybe he's just distracted by whatever the hell is going on with Phoebe's shirt. Is she a school marm? Okay, she's wearing a very, very shiny shirt with very, very puffy shoulders. Also, she's wearing like a giant necklace that just is too big for everything else. And she has her hair in braids and pigtail braids but then the bottoms are wrapped not with elastic but like some sort of red pipe cleaner <laughs> it's it's a look it's it's as tim gunn would say a lot of look it there's a lot going on there she kind of reminds me of not not with the hair but the shirt really reminds me of uh in uh over the garden wall the teacher oh okay um so i know that you you never watch seinfeld but she's yeah. it's like literally the puffy shirt it's literally like the puffy pirate shirt from seinfeld 
but Cole does end up breaking them. He's like, I know something's going on. Tell me what's happening. And they're like, okay, look, there's some weird half-faced demon guy who looks, who he has markings kind of like Balthazar. And Cole's like, oh, it's the source. Yeah, you know, they should have gone to him immediately because he's like, yeah, that's what the source of all evil looks like. Like, like, well, excuse us for thinking he would look scary. Down in the underworld, the source is using Piper's powers in a very, very expensive looking shot. Okay, it looks expensive for early 2000s, but it also looks like very early 2000s CGI. It looks like... I didn't say it was a good shot. I said it looked expensive. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's not bad. It's early 2000 CG. It's it's what you would expect. But I love how the seer is playing the source of all evil here. She's like, well, you got the main one's power, so I guess that's all you need. And he's like, no, I won't stop until I have all three powers. And she's like, oh, yes, that's definitely something you should do. I definitely foresee things playing out if you do it that way. The seer does tell him that maybe he needs to lock that hollow back up now. Because, you know, it's super, super dangerous. And he says, I control it. And she tells him, for now. So I guess that addresses our concerns. Well, well, it's, it's also her playing him. It's also her being like, you need to be wary. There's no way even one such as yourself can control the hollow for long. He's like, I'll show you. Right. I mean, that's fair. But how is he controlling it even this little bit? Seriously. So he calls he calls a dark lighter to go get the witches because he's not willing to be the one to go himself and get their powers because he doesn't want to get vanquished so he calls a dark lighter so that the dark lighter can take in the hollow and go kill go get the witch's powers go get go get Paige and phoebe's power well his thing is like look the main thing is they would have been down one charmed one if we didn't have the white lighter so i need you to kill their white lighter and also one of the charmed ones is half white lighter so take her out too well, yeah, but he also, he, he puts the hollow inside of the dark lighter. He does, but it's just great because when he when he calls the dark lighter, he's like, I need you to help me kill the charmed one. So the guy's like, I'm a dark lighter. I don't kill witches. I just kill white lighters. And the guy's like, one of them is half white lighter. And also they have a white lighter I want you to kill. And also the hollow. But, but also like their arrows. Yeah. Yeah. Their arrows covered in poison. Like just because you don't normally hunt witches doesn't mean you can't shoot them with your poisonous arrows. Again, like, like Batman isn't especially weak to kryptonite bullets, but if you shot him with them, even though he's not Superman, he'd still die. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so it turns out that the way to lock the hollow up in the box is that good and evil have to read the inscription on the box together. This is what Leo tells the sisters in the kitchen when he returns from talking to the elders. So that's how they're going to trap the hollow. Yeah. So Paige is like, huh, Cole, too bad you're not still evil, huh? 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 And Cole's like, hey, why don't we just worry about the hollow after we deal with the source of all evil? Mm-hmm. Which I guess is a good point. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. No, no, I do think take out the source first and then the hollow. Yeah. 
I just feel like you should go for the bigger threat first. And God, is it sad that the source of all evil is not the bigger threat there. So Paige gets a call from Daryl and Daryl's like, yeah, her boyfriend got to her and things got rough. I think I need you to. And she... So, yeah, Daryl found the woman who, who has a custody hearing and she is beat up. She's it's it's bad. Like her her face is obviously, you know, been heavily, heavily uh, bruised and attacked. And she can't she she can't go to the custody hearing like this because she's worried that if she does, the judge will look at her and say, you know, you don't have your life in order. You can't have custody back. So that's going on with that. And before Paige can really deal with that, the Dark Lighter shows up and she shoots Leo immediately. Smart, smart Dark Lighter. Yeah. You know, hollow. possessed by the hollow. He he goes through Paige and I love Phoebe pulls Paige and like shoves her behind the wall. And she's like, the arrows can only hurt you, Paige. The rest of us are invincible to arrows. And then she blows him up with. A potion, like one of the potions, right. Piper brewed to replicate her exploding power. Why don't they all carry those all the time? Right? Oh my god. Piper rips the air out of Leo. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that! Uh, it's a magic arrow. Who knows how it works? I'm pretty sure you're supposed to break off the, the fletching at the tip and then push it all the way through and not pull it backwards like you... Whatever. Yeah, I guess the poison is what's hurting him, not the actual wound. Hey, uh, elders, you feel like sparing another white lighter here? Yes, yeah, speaking of things that Paige can't do yet, she does not yet have the ability to heal, so she doesn't, can't heal Leo. She doesn't get it until the postscript season, which is nuts to me. Like, she goes so long before learning how to heal. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of the power of three thing, Paige is kind of just a budget white lighter for most of the show. Yeah, yeah. Piper even yells at her, like, to go find something. She just needs to get her out of there. So she's like, go find something that's going to help Leo, like a spell or an amulet or a potion, since you are useless. Yeah. She doesn't say that last part, but it's implied. Yeah, Paige tried to orb the uh, crossbow out of the Dark Lady's hands, and that's how the Hollow got her powers. So Paige is like, so do we have a plan? And Phoebe's like, we'll figure it out. And Paige's like, oh, so we're all going to die. And Phoebe's like, I mean, it's episode 13. We're probably not all going to die. Like, this isn't even a, this isn't even a milestone episode. We're probably not all going to die. Oh, I love, I love how Phoebe's like, it's okay. I still have my power. I love how she says that and Paige is like, oh, good. (laughs) I mean, this is the episode with the seer where we see how powerful premonition can be if used correctly. It's just that, you know. What's Phoebe going to do with it? The source is talking to the seer and he's like, what do you see? And she's like, I see nothing. And he's like, what do you mean you see nothing? Do you how do I have the power to kill the witches or not? And she's like, no, you idiot. I see nothing because if you keep the hollow in you for like 15 more seconds, it's going to take you over and destroy all magic and all life. And there will be nothing but a vast void of nothingness. A hole would be something. This is nothing. She tells him, please, I'm begging you, don't take the hollow into you. She is good. She is really good. Yeah. She's like, you're too weak to take on the hollow. Please don't do it. And he's like, I'll show you. I'll take on the hollow. I don't care. If I don't exist, then nothing deserves to exist. 
She plays him so well. God. Should, should we talk about her look a little bit? It's like high school guidance counselor? It's evil high school guidance counselor. She's got this like red throwover cape sweatery thing. It looks so cool. She's wearing a she's wearing a red turtleneck sweater cape and it looks very cozy. And it does look very cool, but like evil high school guidance counselor. It's like what your hippie and she even has like giant statement earrings, like yeah. your high school guidance counselor. Yeah. God like That is kind of what she is isn't she yeah she is an evil guidance counselor seriously every part of this character works so well yeah also there's something i don't know the 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 look is trustworthy yeah yeah and oh it's so great later in the episode when uh they're all really happy about how you know she helped them defeat the source of all evil and cole's like you really need to remember like no matter how relatively innocuous she seems that right there is probably the most dangerous person in the underworld like i mean is it wrong that i think maybe phoebe should have just gone with it <laughs> the whole queen of hell thing yeah yeah i, I... Like just go, just go ahead. Be the queen of hell. Let her, let her be the power behind the throne. You know the elders were such dicks about Piper marrying Leo. It's what they deserve to have one of the charmed ones become the queen of hell and marry Cole. Yeah. In fact, it would have kind of been cool, wouldn't it? Oh my god. Okay, wait. No, it's all like it's all coming together for me because the whole thing with Paige in this episode, and honestly, in a lot of episodes, is the way that she is focused on her social work, right? Like right now she's she's dealing with wanting to save this woman. And Piper and Phoebe are like you need to come here and fight demons, not worry about this mundane human stuff because Paige still has like one foot in the human world and she's doing that. Meanwhile, Piper is married to an angel. Phoebe is about to marry a demon and be queen of hell. And it just seems like there could have been like a really cool heaven, earth, hell triumvirate thing going on. If they had gone that way with the Cole storyline instead of the sad, sad place they go. Yeah. And like, honestly, I, I don't actually think the Phoebe is queen of hell thing lasts all that long. I think it doesn't. It's like, it's like half an episode. Yeah. Which is disappointing because that would have been such a great season long arc. You know, I feel like we are drawn to shows that don't know what to do with evil women because this is just reminding me of how poorly Once Upon a Time handled the evil Emma plotline. Oh, God, that had so much potential. Dark One Emma could have been amazing. And parts of it were cool. It's until we got to... so Until we got to hell! Yeah, so the source of all evil takes the hollow into himself and he's like, haha, I'm going to go absorb Phoebe's... Once I have Phoebe's ability to levitate four feet off the ground, there'll be no stopping me. And the seer's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And she starts doing future vision eyes. Meanwhile, Leo is dying. And Piper's like, we've dealt with this before. We'll just have you and Phoebe switch powers and then she can heal you with your powers. And Leo's like, no, there's not enough time. What What if the source attacks when I have Phoebe's powers and... Oh, yeah, what, what will we do? How will we face a home invasion? <laughs> if we don't have the ability to see the future, but inconsistently. Hey, and the ability to levitate four feet off the ground. 
but uh, Leo's all like, oh, I guess I probably should have written my will after all. Uh, uh, and oh, wait, it's okay. I don't own anything. We're just going to let Holly Marie Combs go off on a little acting thing here. She's going to do a little acting journey, and she's going to be like, hey, Leo, don't worry. I'm just going to kill the fucking source of all evil so we can sort this out. I'm just going to go and murder the source of all evil, and then I'll put everything right. Holly Marie Combs is just going to come in here and be passionate and upset and so good at it that she's going to trick the rest of us into caring what happens to Leo. The thing I like about this is that she's playing this kind of cold anger, which feels really out of character for Piper. She of the explosive temperament. Ah, yes, but her explosive her explosive temperament has been physically taken from her. Like, leaving nothing but cold determination. It's... Oh, it's so well played. It's so well played. God, Holly Marie Combs is, you know, good at this acting thing. Well, this is happening downstairs. Upstairs, Phoebe is looking for her potion book? Okay, okay. that's something that exists, I guess. Phoebe has a potion book. And Cole has a ring. But it's not her grandmother's ring. It's a ring he bought with money so that he can propose to her. You can't do the proposal three times. Apparently you can like, she said yes two of the times, but he's like, no, I'm re-proposing to you, so. Okay, he's not re-proposing to her. He's just like, hey, before we go into battle, would you put this ring on so that if you die, your spirit will have the ring on it and all of the other demons will know that you belong to me? <laughs> yeah. But she's like, it's so beautiful. And he's like, thanks, I totally didn't have to shoot anyone for it or anything. It is like the most basic ass standard diamond engagement ring, but okay, whatever. And Phoebe's like, remember that scene Prue had with Andy before Andy died? Where she was like, you have to go. If you if you try to help us fight this demon, you're going to die. And he was like, I'm not going to let you go, Prue. And then he died protecting her. And, and, and Cole's like... No, I wasn't there for any of that. And she's like, no, we're having that scene now. We're having that scene where I'm like, you have to go. And I'm like, I'm going to protect you. And, but you'll die. Then I'll die then. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's the scene with Prue and Andy. She says, I had a premonition of you dying to save me. And he's like, well, maybe that's not a premonition you were supposed to stop. Yeah. Also, maybe I can just take a fireball really well. You ever thought of that? Yeah. I'll just, like, lean into it with my left side so that it doesn't hurt any of my internal organs. Yeah, I'll, I'll just duck and roll. <laughs> duck and roll. Duck and roll. Duck and roll. Duck and roll. Paige has Daryl bring the woman over to the house. And she's like, okay, a lot of shit is happening. Please do not worry about any of the shit that's happening. Just do me a favor and turn around. And then Paige quickly casts the spell she cast on the kid who had all of the zits to make her bruises disappear this is the utilitarian disappearing spell it gets a lot of play over the course of charmed it's i think let the object of affection uh let the object of objection of objection become but a dream as i cause this scene to become unseen i do like that this is a utility spell that they use for a lot of stuff i like that there's no personal gain pushback to this when there really should be because Paige has absolutely gotten personal gain pushback for using spells to help her social work, but I thought it was bullshit then, and I'm glad it doesn't happen now. You're glad that she doesn't defeat the source while having giant comedy boobs. Oh my god! 
Last time she used that spell to clear up that dude's acne, she ended up with giant comedy boobs. That is what happened. Although I think that was actually in response to her casting that spell that made all of those women sexually harass her coworker who was sexually harassing women. Is it? I no. I, don't th- I think it was like a combination. She was doing a lot of. She also cleared up that lady's credit, or she helped her get like a boat loan or something. I don't know. I still feel like spells you do for other people shouldn't count as personal gain, even if it makes you feel... Okay, we're not here to talk about personal gain. We're... We'll be here all night. Piper's really, really pissed at Paige for, you know, bringing this woman to the house when Satan is about to show up and try to murder them. She's like, maybe maybe when Satan is coming over to murder us, it's not the best time to have house guest Paige. Hey, I am team Paige. She has a job to do, and she just wants to be a woman who has it all. She just wants to have a job and fight the forces of evil, and I don't know why that's such a big deal. So, like, Piper wants, Piper wants to be a housewife and fight the forces of evil. I don't know why she can't support Paige wanting to be a social worker and fight the forces of evil. So Paige casts the spell, and she's like, Daryl, I need you to handle the rest of this. For me, I'm about to fight Satan. And Daryl's like, Satan's real? And Paige's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Also, hey, lady, don't tell people magic exists. <laughs> Keep that <laughs> under your bonnet. Well, I mean, that's why she had her turn her back, so that she wouldn't know that it was magic that had caused this to happen. <laughs> hey, don't look at me when I cite this weird little rhyming couplet. And suddenly her wounds are gone. It's a, it's a form of vocal massage. So the seer, the seer summons Cole down to hell. Like he shimmers out of the manor and down into hell because of the seer. And she's like, you know, you were once a very powerful demon. And he's like, are you going to get me to join an MLM? <laughs> hey, girl! <laughs> I noticed on your socials that you have become human. That is so cool for you. Hashtag boss human. Anyway, I've been working on this really cool thing where I can be my own boss and not have to be a demon. Best part, I don't have to serve other demons. All I have to do is recruit three other humans. So, this year honestly does a version of that she's like i would imagine you'd miss being demon he's like no i don't miss being demon i I like being human i'm I'm glad that i'm human she's like but as a demon you could defend your beloved phoebe and he's like oh forgot you could tempt me with things i want honestly that this is this is this is the third star wars movie right where, where Anakin gets seduced to the dark side so that he can keep Padme from dying. Oh, the actual third Star Wars movie. Not the- Star Wars episode three, not the third one to be created. Yes. Yes. So she's like, look, the source is going to destroy everything if he doesn't get the hollow out of him. And it turns out that Phoebe is a part of everything. Phoebe is a part of everything. And also he's going to kill her a little bit before he kills everything. So I'm going to need you to do me a favor. I'm going to need you to absorb the hollow and kill the source of all evil. Because I guess when the source absorbed the hollow, there was still some hollow left in the trunk because that's how the hollow works. There's always more hollow. There's always room for jello. There's hope left. Because the hollow is supposed to be kind of the actual the actual box that is the story of Pandora's box, right? Until we get the Pandora's box. Until we get, until we get actual... 
Just like Leo is an angel until we got an actual angel in this episode, right? Yeah. So it makes sense that hope should be left behind and that that is what Cole absorbs. It even looks different from what we see uh, being absorbed by other demons. This scene is amazing. I, I, I know I can't just keep talking about how much I love this here, but I, oh God, I love this here so much. Like, because Cole's like, how do I know this isn't just a trick by the source? And she's like, why do you think I would work for the source? And he's like, you're going to get something out of this. And she's like, of course I'm going to get something out of this. But that's not what you should be concerned with right now. Like, just how well she is at playing Cole. Yeah. Because Cole is aware of what she's doing. Like, both parties are aware of what's going on here. Yeah, she's like, look, I'm doing this for my own per- my own personal gain, because we're mm-hmm. demons. But my desires and your desires align right now, so let's let's work together. Yeah, like, and it is a little bit of a subtle undercurrent to this, but I feel like she's also kind of playing on Cole missing his powers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, not, not, yeah, I don't think it's that subtle. Yeah, like she's framing this as something he's doing to protect Phoebe, but she's also like the best way to protect her is to get some powers of your own. I mean, she's not wrong. A lot of people deserve to die. Hmm. That's not a very nice thing to say. Speaking <laughs> of some powers of your own, the sisters are using the to call a witch power, a modification of the to call a witch power to call upon their ancestors, which they've done before. Mm-hmm. But as you said, it's, it's a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a nice culmination of what we know. You know, also, I said I said that this episode was just kind of, they stumbled onto defeating the source, but now that we're talking about it, they are using a lot of things that have been introduced in prior episodes. There is kind of a build-up to it. Yeah, yeah, it, it could have been seeded a lot better, but yeah. And, and we've seen part of this before, like uh, the source when the source went into Piper's mind to try to get her to give up the powers with the power stripping spell, Mm -hmm. which is different from the power binding spell, but whatever. So yeah, the source blorps in and he's like wrong number. And it's like, you just get worse and worse, dude. But he does throw Piper into the wall and it looks painful and also expensive. Mm. Oh yeah. This whole, this whole, this whole bit, feels really expensive oh yeah oh i actually actually meant it's going to be expensive for the fictional characters of the hallowells to fix but yeah (laughs) so yeah piper is not in good shape they bring her up to the attic and this is where we came in this this is is where we came in flashback humor yes so Paige runs up and she's like wait this worked on barbus right i'm not afraid (laughs) and the source just kind of tosses her aside and then, in what has to be the number one most embarrassing moment for the source, Phoebe defeats him with a flying karate kick. Yes. Okay, in... Yes. <laughs> she kicks him into the place where they've set up the circle. The seer foresaw Paige orbing the crystals into place, but she just tosses them to Phoebe. Because it turns out underhand tosses exist, even if you take away her powers. They manage to set the crystals and imprison him. He he does before he thinks he's gonna kill them. Before all this, before he gets kicked in the head by Phoebe, he says, "Say hello to Prue for me." Oof. 
Oof. Yeah. He... So he uses Paige's power to decircleify the crystals. He orbs one of them, you know, in with him, and it breaks the circle. He, then he goes to energy ball the sisters, but Cole's like, no! And he jumps in the way of, you know... Yeah. And he absorbs the source's power. Yep, he's throwing fireballs power. And now he's throwing a whole bunch of fireballs at the source, and it seems to be having no effect on the source. But it is distracting him enough that the sisters can read their vanquish, so they do that. The source dies in a giant fireball. Yeah, this is a cool effect, but it's not as cool as when they do it to Cole later at the end of the season. I'm I'm sorry, is that as... I mean, it's, it's not a spoiler, obviously, but it's weird because it is the same basic effect that they have when they vanquish Cole, but it just looks a lot cooler in the scene where they vanquish Cole. Like they, it blows out all of the windows. Like they're when they're because they're in the like evil apartment mm-hmm. that uh that he lived in with Phoebe. Just maybe it's the staging. I think it's the staging makes it look cooler. But the seer, because the the Hollowell sister, they the three sisters call upon all of their ancestors. I really wish that they had led up to Prue. That Prue was the last person who they invoked. That would yeah, have been that cool. would have been cool. Especially with then him saying, "Say hello to Prue for me." Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, instead she's the first one because I guess they're going in reverse, reverse order. Yeah, because yeah. they're ending with Melinda. But it would have been cool to have Prue at the end of that. And plus, it would have been kind of a good way to have Prue involved. I mean, this whole thing is a way to have Prue involved with vanquishing the source, which again is a concept I really like, but. Mm. Yeah, the, they invoke their ancestors, a bunch of CGI ghosts tear the source to shreds, he explodes, but there's a little extra wave of power that goes out when he explodes, so it's like next level from regular demon vanquishes. Yes. The seer appears with the hollow box, and her teleport is super cool. Okay, her teleport, I think, is my favorite one in the yeah, show. Yeah, it's the best one. She, like, becomes this shimmery red outline of her own face, and then she just kind of fills it. Yeah. It's, it's like, shimmering, but better. Yeah, it's, like, it almost looks, like, technological. Yeah. So, she opens up the box and sucks the hollow back out of coal, and then she, you know tells the sisters okay let's let's read the invocation and the sisters are hesitant but cole is like do it she's she's evil but she's temporarily on our side let's bind the hollow yeah like because they're like can we trust her and he's like no you can't she is super evil but you need to do this so the hollow doesn't destroy everything and you know the good and evil combine their forces and they bind the hollow back into the box okay so here's the thing Phoebe and the seer are the ones who do this, which I like because they both have the premonition power. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like there should have been a... Co-vision part of it? No, I, I feel like this should have trapped the two of them as the people guarding the hollow. Cause... Oh, yeah, that probably should have been, right? Yeah, because there, there's nobody guarding the hollow anymore. Okay, so Leo's still dying. Oh, right. You might have forgot that. And Paige runs over and she's trying to heal him and she can't and 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 phoebe's like hey what if you just used his healing power like if you if you channeled it through you so that way a man can still get credit for it even though you're essentially doing it also phoebe has to explain to her how to do it because of the time that phoebe and and leo had swapped powers god i think every charmed one has had leo's powers except uh prue huh yeah but yeah page 
channels his powers. I guess she combined powers to heal Cole earlier this season, so it's not like something she's never done before. Right, yeah. But she basically just co-ops Leo's healing. Like, she, she's basically just, like, holding his hand over his own wound and then being like, Charge! But Leo's fine. I... The seer has kind of a little wrap-up scene with the sisters, and they're like, thank you, you really helped us. And the seer's like, yes, I've seen a very special future for some of you, and I think our paths will cross in that future. <laughs> and then she blipes out, and uh, Phoebe's like, oh, she was nice. What a nice lady. She, she's, you know what I like about her? She's up front. She's up front. When the sisters are like, hey, thanks for, like, saving us. She's like, um, I saved me. You just happen to be standing next to me. Also, Cole, too bad you're not a demon anymore because you would have been a really hot source of all evil. And he's like, yeah, too bad. And then his eyes glow because they think that we, the audience, are too dumb to realize that he's the source of all evil now. But whatever, it's fine. Yeah. It's interesting that, like, when she she vanishes after that, and they're all just like, oh, what a nice lady. And Cole has to be like, evil! Why do I have to, do I have to drill this into your head? Evil lady. But I would say, though, that since he's the source of all evil now, maybe he should not be too concerned with the fact that the sisters can't recognize what is and is not evil. Maybe just lean into that for a while, Cole. So, but... <laughs> the the no one has any questions about the whole her being like it's too bad that you're not Balthazar anymore you would have been a great new source of all evil wouldn't your question after she disappeared be like are they just gonna make another source of all evil no no they do ask that she says that the source of all evil disappeared into the void yeah they're like what happened so to i guess she's not up front about everything <laughs> Well, yes, what happened to his powers, which seems like an odd thing to ask, but well, cause not... I, guess, I guess demons do get powers from being vanquished, which is kind of what Cole did. No, I mean, he used the hollow to steal his power, but then the hollow got sucked back into the box, so the hollow has his power. So I guess what they can assume is that his power is locked in the box with the hollow yeah okay i guess like the hollow would digest it or whatever yeah because it's hungry all it does is consume yeah but nope some of it lodged in coal and it's growing from there yep episode over episode over again there's a lot in this episode that i like conceptually Mm -hmm. and honestly i feel like some of the scenes are played really well doesn't quite stick the landing really feels like it should be more like honestly it kind of feels like this should have happened sooner or later or later like this this could have been the season finale and then like the whole next season starts with phoebe being not phoebe being the queen of hell but like but cole yeah yeah cole seducing her her becoming the queen of hell and then her abdicating the throne and becoming a charmed one would just be the whole season-long arc. Actually, you know what? I, I don't have a problem with this happening halfway through the season. I think the reason you think it feels like that is because they made the source so much more pitiable with every single episode 
that it's like, okay, I guess he just, he went out with a whimper, you know? If they had made him a, a powerful villain for the whole season, then when he died, it would be like, yeah, amazing, wait, we're only halfway through, what happens next? Instead of like, oh, yeah. okay, that like, happened. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it, this is a solid episode. This is a very solid episode of Charmed. Uh, it introduces a lot of stuff I like this year and some stuff I'm less fond of, the hollow. <laughs> but, you know... I'm... The wrong one stays around for too long. Yes. So, much like the Charmed ones, we have our own power of three. The first power in our pack is Premonition... It's weird because I want to say the seer, except the main thing I know her for is being the seer and charmed. Well, I mean, like many sci-fi actors, sci-fi slash fantasy actors. She's been in a lot of Trek. Soap operas. She's oh, also a soap opera actor. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I can, I can 500% see that. Yeah, her name is, her. the actress is Debbie Morgan, and the thing she's most famous for is being on All My Children. Uh, so that's, like, if you're a soap person, that's what you know her from. But but we're not. We're not. But yeah, other than that, not really a, a notable person episode. Yeah, that's that's accurate. Not not a lot of, um, no, uh, no Ray Wise this, this episode. Yeah, this is a Ray Wise-less episode. God, they must have had him for, like, three hours. All of his scenes were in the same room. <laughs> I believe that will bring us to the second power in our pack. Time Freeze. What specifically dated this episode? I really don't feel like there was a lot that specific... Oh, did you have something? No, no. Okay, so when we say what dated this episode, we're talking about, you know, old tech, sometimes old things that were just in the zeitgeist or references so it's really not fair but i'm sorry when the source is practicing using piper's power that is some 2000 ass cgi like it yes. we don't normally call out non-diegetic things but damn that is some 2000s ass cgi someone saw the matrix and then was like it actually reminds me of an onion article from the time that's about a guy who runs a bowling alley trying to make his ad look like the matrix <laughs> it's like local tv ad yeah. that's what it was but yeah that was my that's my main time freeze there wasn't really a diegetic time freeze thing yeah that'll bring us to the final power in our pack telekinesis what if anything genuinely moved you um, I think it was probably the Sears scene with Cole. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing because it's sort of weird because normally this is something that, you know, makes you sad or whatever, like something that emotionally affects you like that. But this was just a really well-played scene. Well, I mean, it's just a really good seduction scene and she's able to seduce him based on his love for Phoebe. And that's, uh, seduce him like to the dark side, not sexually. Yeah. And I, that just really works for me because I do believe in how much he loves Phoebe. It's weird that it wasn't for either of us the scene with Piper and Leo. It, it feels like Leo's, it should be. Leo's died from dark lighter poison like 5,000 times in the show. It, it has lost its punch by now. Yeah, I, I felt like it's not that Holly Marie Combs was bringing anything less to it than she ever does. It's just that I was like, come on, Charmed. 
It's a hat on a hat. But more like you can't go back to that well, like over and over again. At some point, someone other than Holly Marie Combs is going to have to try to make me care about Leo. That's just not going to happen otherwise. I'm ready to talk about Chris then. Why would you? Why would you bring up Chris? We have so long until he gets here. Oh, you know what? Though I'm gonna say my head cannon about Chris right now. I've probably said it on this podcast before, and I definitely put it on Tumblr. But I'm just gonna say it. Go on. That Chris is the reincarnation of Prue, and that's why we never get to see Prue as a ghost. Yeah, it totally works. He has her power. Yeah, Chris is Prue. Also, Putting it out there now. Also, it really bugs me in the comics that. Uh, a lot of the kids of the Charmed Ones don't have Warren, like, don't have Warren powers for their active powers. I don't know why that bugs me. It's just, like, like Phoebe's baby has the ability to, like, make plants grow really fast. And, like, one of Paige's toddlers has the ability to start, like, fires with her mind. And the other one has, like, ice powers. And I'm like, that's... Okay, but I think, I think... Not to get too into the weeds about the comics that I haven't read. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think that the powers, like, literally are the powers, which is to say that one person at a time can have tele- can have the war and power of telekinesis. So, like, once one child has inherited it, not that it can't ever ha- not that anyone else can't ever have it, but, like, one person has the war and telekinesis until it gets passed down again. So, as long as there are three children that have telekinesis premonition and time freeze or molecular combustion then the other kids just have whatever grab bag of which powers they happen to have i'm choosing to stay honked off about this all right you do that i I was gonna say there's a time travel episode that refutes that because piper and uh, her mom both had freezing powers at the same time in that one time travel episode okay but that that's already a molecular combustion because Piper shouldn't have powers at all before she's born. No, not before. No, no. Kid Piper. When they went back to the 70s. Oh, oh, okay. Yep, all right. Although it, it, there's something in the Past Lives episode that would support your thing because uh, Past Prue had freeze breath. Their ancestor yeah. had freeze breath. And only one of the sisters had a, or cousins in that, in their past lives, only one of the cousins had an active Warren power. So. Yeah. Oh, maybe it only goes through one family. Well, maybe it only goes through one daughter. Oh, so only Piper's kids get the Warren powers? Yeah. Because she was the oldest. the oldest. Yeah. Or, or the first to have children. It could be either one. Yeah. And she's both. Now. Now, yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that does it for this week. Yeah, that'll about do it. Our show is partially listener-supported. If you want to be one of the supporters, head over to our website at www.welcometotelevision.net and click on our Patreon link. We'd like to thank our current $5 and above patrons, Beryl, Patricia, Rosa, Ryan, Maricruz, Benjamin, Kate, Jen, and Dan. If you'd like to support the show in other ways, you could always rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the show. If you want to talk about this episode, or any episode, or any episode of any television show, you can tweet at us at ilovetvzines, or email us at ilovetelevisionzines at gmail.com. So until next time, I'm Max. And I'm Tina. And this has been Welcome to the Hollow Manor. Welcome to the Hollow Manor.